Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. How many times have you heard me say, uh, if you follow biblical principles, you have clarity? You know, right from wrong, goodness from evil. Uh, You may not even like it, but if you follow biblical principles, at least you have clarity. You know what a man and a woman is. You know what marriage is uh, consists of. The Bible is just filled with clarity about what is right, what is wrong, what God approves of, what God condemns, what God expects, what he doesn't expect, because he is our creator, and because he is the creator, he has every right to make the rules. He has every right to make the rules. But when you reject biblical principles, and by the way, we could call them natural principles, because nature and biblical truth are synonymous, because God created nature. So if it's natural, it's biblical. So if you don't want to say biblical principles, just say natural principles. When you reject those, you have nothing but chaos and confusion. So on one hand, you have clarity, following God, God's principles, believing the Word of God. And when you reject those, you have absolute, total chaos. Can I give you an illustration of this? Here is an op-ed piece from a gentleman, uh, yeah, his name is not really important, but um, uh, what is it? Well, anyway, his name is not important. But he, he gave this op-ed piece to a publication called The Business Insider. Here is the headline. All right, here's the headline from this gentleman. My wife is bisexual and non-binary and my daughter is transgender. My queer family helped me better understand myself and my masculinity. First, my daughter came out as transgender. Then my bisexual wife came out as non-binary. As the only non-queer person in the family, I often feel left out by their shared experience. But my queer family has taught me a lot about myself and how masculinity can be less restrictive. <clears throat> this, no, this is not a parody. This is not made up. This guy is actually writing this. He, uh, in it, he talks about when his daughter invited his wife to go see a queer comedian, and I don't recognize the name and I don't want to give him any publicity. Uh he says, my wife was thrilled when the daughter wanted her to go see the, the queer comedian. Our daughter still lives with us, but you know, that's not important. Okay, let me uh, jump over. Uh, let's see. He goes on and says, my daughter is transgender, 
and my wife is bisexual and non-binary. As the boring cisgender straight guy in the family, I just don't get some aspects of queer culture. I try to take an interest. But I'm grateful to be outnumbered in my family by the other demographics. When you share a family with queer people, your understanding of love becomes more expansive, as does your understanding of yourself. Are you following me here? He is cisgender, which means he's straight. He's a guy, thinks he's a guy, knows he's a guy, but he's the only one in the family who knows what he is and who he is. He's the only one. But he feels like he's the weird one. He's the strange one. And it took a non-binary bisexual wife and a transgender daughter to teach him about himself. That's what he's saying. And he goes on. Our daughter came out as bisexual in middle school. In high school, she reassessed and came out as trans and lesbian. Um, shouldn't that tell you something right there? She has no idea who she is or what she is. She's confused. Her dad thinks, this is wonderful. I have a terribly, horribly confused daughter who doesn't know whether she's bisexual, trans, or lesbian. And I just think it's wonderful, and I'm learning so much from her confusion. Uh, my daughter is confident. She's happy. She has queer friends. I says, okay. Um, and then he says this. My daughter coming out as trans prompted my wife to think about her own gender. Did you get that? My daughter coming out as trans prompted my wife to think about her gender. She has since come out as non-binary, though she has retained she and her pronouns. Um, so this mother, because her daughter comes out as trans, the mother looks at the daughter and says, hmm, I wonder what I am. I don't know. I'm non-binary. I don't know whether I'm a man or a woman. I don't know whether I'm a he or a she because my daughter is now trans, so I I don't know what I am either. And then it goes on, and he says, it's actually really wonderful to live with a non-binary bisexual wife and a trans daughter because... I never really fully understood myself, and I never understood love. And this is where this whole love is love comes from. Ah. The whole story is of absolute chaos and confusion. Towards the end, he says, I'm not queer, 
But there's nothing like having a queer family. To teach you that straight and or masculine honor is a burden that you can happily dispense. Yeah, being masculine is a burden. How did this man learn that being a man is a burden? By having a trans daughter and a non-binary bisexual wife. So he has learned that being a real man and being masculine is bad. It's a burden. And so he doesn't want to be masculine anymore. He is actually admiring the total confusion of his wife and his daughter. And he's literally saying, I wish I could be as confused as they are, but I'm not. I'm a man. How can I become confused, too? It would be so wonderful to live a life of chaos and confusion like my daughter and my wife. He's not done. Queer children can be a support for parents. Hmm. I thought it was supposed to be the other way around. You know, parents are to be a support for... No, no, not if the children are queer. Then you have to change your parents. When I appreciate my kid for being who she is, I can't help but be more comfortable with who I am. My wife and my daughter taught me that. This is one of the most blatant illustrations of the unbelievable confusion that this whole gender controversy is bringing about. Where people, and that's why transgenderism has become a social contagion. It's become a fad because it is now desirable to be confused. It is not desirable to know who you are, what you are. It is desirable to know, not know who you are. And you're not really important unless you're totally, absolutely confused. And if you're totally, absolutely confused, then you are important. So let's all be totally confused. This, this is a culture unhitched from any kind of biblical worldview and moral compass. This is where the liberal left and secularism has taken us. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. We spend a lot of time on this program talking about the uh, transgender movement. And the reason is because it is so unbelievably dangerous. I am absolutely convinced, and I will continue to say it, 
We will come to the time, and I hope it's very soon, that the medical community and the psychiatric community will look back on the whole transgender phenomenon with horror and recoil and say, what were we thinking? Similar to lobotomies and shock treatment, bloodletting, and many other things that were absolutely settled science at the time, and now we look back on them with horror. And we shake our heads and say, how could they do that? If someone is experiencing mental issues and emotional issues, how do you just remove part of their brain? How do you do that? Well, because at that time it was settled science. How could you drain somebody's blood so much so that people died? I don't know whether it's ever been confirmed, but many, many people believe, since this is President's Day, that our first president, George Washington, died because of bloodletting. They let out too much blood, but at that time they believed there was bad stuff in the blood. And if you let the blood out, you let the bad stuff out. Well, they blood let George Washington, and he died. And again, doctors today look back at that and say, what in the world were they thinking? I am convinced that the time is going to come, and I hope it is soon, that we will look at transgenderism in the same way. And by the way, I keep pointing this out. Much of the rest of the world already has. It's we here in America that are so far behind. The latest studies concerning transgenderism indicates that almost all of it is the result of social contagion. That's the technical term. It means it's a fad. A bunch of girls begin dyeing their hair purple. And what happens? Half the girls in school dye their hair purple. The guys start wearing white socks. Now, that would be hard to believe today, but I remember the white sock movement. Oh, yeah, I remember it. And all the guys wore white socks. Why? Because, well, everybody was doing it. It was a social contagion. Well, those were not harmful. You don't hurt anybody by wearing white socks or dyeing your hair purple. Or or putting a ring in your nose. I don't get that. I just don't get it. I'm sorry if you have a ring in your nose. Bless your heart. I don't get it. Uh, Anyway, social contagion. It's popular. And so the latest research is indicating that this massive movement of kids believing that they're the opposite sex is nothing more than social contagion or a fad. And yet, hospitals all across America are prescribing puberty blockers, hormone treatments, and even genital mutilation because of feelings and a fad. Well, there is an investigation going on out in St. Louis 
at the uh, St. St. Louis Gender Clinic at St. Louis Children's Hospital. And uh, a whistleblower there has blown the whistle, and the Attorney General and Senator Hawley from uh, Missouri have launched an in-depth investigation, and they're uncovering some very, very troubling things. For instance, they have uncovered correspondence between an elementary school teacher and some officials at the gender clinic there in St. Louis. The concerned elementary school teacher approached the clinic and said, I got this whole group of girls, and they all think that they're transgender. It started with one, and then it was another, and then it was another, and now this whole group of girls thinks that they're boys. What do you think I should do? The teacher wrote, I wondered if I could ask you a quick question about a situation we're experiencing at one of our elementary schools. The short story is that one of the students in the fifth grade class is coming out as trans. She told several of her friends, and now several of them are saying that they're trans too. Is this common? And I'm going to run out of time. But the official at the trans clinic, a doctor, said, well, you just need to affirm all of them. You can't question them. Seriously. This elementary school teacher says, it seems to be a fad. And the doctor at the trans clinic says, oh, it's not a fad. You need to affirm their transgenderism. You don't need a whole lot of common sense to know that that is insane. Wish I had more time on that. Folks, have a wonderful, wonderful evening. But please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern.